bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobil. And now, today's word. Oh, it's a good news to know help is on the way. I haven't been delivered yet, but help is coming. The carpenter is coming to unlock the door. Oh, help is on the way. The Lord is our help. The Lord is our helper. The Lord is our shield. The Lord is our rock. The Lord is our defense. We may be sick, but help is on the way. There is no money in the pocket, but help is on the way. Have you ever been broke? When somebody says, you sit at home, I'm coming. And there are some people when they tell you, don't move, I'm coming, you stay. Because you know, the helper is a qualified helper. And because he says, I'm coming, although your problem is still there, you're still broke, you start smiling. <laughs> your, your spirit is light. Why? Because help is coming. There is help coming to you this year. I said, help is coming to you this year. I said, help is coming to you this year. In your finances, in your spiritual walk, in your marriage, in your childbearing situation, in the life of your children, help is coming. And because help is coming, we have confidence to face the year. And we walk boldly because the Lord is our help. The Lord is my strength. God has promised me help. I don't have the help now, but he's coming. Where is he? He is coming. He started, he left on the 1st of January at, one, at uh, 12 o'clock and he's coming. Today is the third day. He's coming. I said he's coming. He may not have gotten here the third day, but who knows, he'll be here the fourth day because help is coming. Our help is in the Lord. Our help is in the Lord. This year, when you go through difficulty, remember your help is in the Lord. When people tell you, hey, have you heard what has happened? Hey, there's no hope. Just tell them, help is coming. Where is help coming from? From above. People say, oh, have you heard this thing? It won't work again. Help is coming. Because when we come boldly to the throne of grace, we receive grace and mercy to help in time of need. I don't know what time of need you've been through, but help is on the way. Help is coming. 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 I said, help is coming. Help is coming. Help is coming. I just feel somebody came to church and all that you needed is for God to tell you, help is coming. Help is coming. Help is coming. Help is coming. Don't give up. Help is coming. Don't kill yourself. Help is coming. Don't run away. Help is coming. Don't cry yourself to death. Help is coming. God says, be still and know 
that I am God. Simply means chill. Take it easy. Cool it. I will show you some good stuff that I am the Lord. Hallelujah. In a fresh start, we have remission of sins. In a fresh start, we receive regained confidence. And in a fresh start, we have reclaimed opportunities. Reclaimed opportunities. There is nothing like missing an opportunity. Have you missed an opportunity before? When you mix an opportunity, you feel like knocking your head. You say, what, what, what happened to me? You, you feel so angry. Why, why, why? And it's gone. But when God gives us a fresh start, he's able to recycle lost opportunities. He's able to help us regain opportunities. Some of you may have done some terrible things, missed opportunities, messed up, sinned, whatever you've done. You know your, your life. You know your stuff. And sometimes you look back and say, will, it, will I have opportunity again? Well, let's look at a man who had a regain, reclaimed opportunity. John chapter 21, verse 15 to 18. It's a story about Peter and Jesus. There are many things we remember about Peter. But I can guarantee you, if I say Peter... One of the first things you would say is that he, he betrayed Jesus or he denied Jesus. Is that not so? I mean, we know he walked on water a little bit, but the, the thing that we remember most is that the guy denied Jesus before the cock crowed. Now, what, how would you feel? Peter, you denied Jesus three times. Do you know him? I don't know him. Do you know him? I don't know him. I swear to God, Jehovah, I don't know this guy. I haven't seen him anywhere. Don't associate me with him. And then all of a sudden you see Jesus looking at you and the cock crows. And you feel like, wow, what happened? I've missed a big time. Lost opportunity. He's supposed to be the leader of the church. He's lost it. Jesus depended on him. Blown the opportunity. Judas couldn't handle his. He went to hang himself. Peter could also have hanged himself. This is a blown opportunity. And so after Jesus died, Peter says to the rest of the disciples, listen, it didn't happen. We were fishing before he came. The guy is gone. Let's go back fishing. So he took the people back to fishing. And whilst he was fishing, Jesus appeared to them. And uh, Jesus had this encounter in John chapter 21 verse 15. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you gathered yourself and worked 
walked where you wished. But when you are old, you stretch out your hands, and another will get you and carry you where you do not wish. Peter, missed opportunity. Peter, you are one of the men who follow Jesus. No, I don't know him. Oh, this is one of the men. No, I didn't know him. Ah, this guy is a Galilean. His accent even betrays that he's a Jesus follower. No, I don't know him. Three times. Now, when you've blown it three times, you need three times of restoration. So, Jesus comes to him and says, Do you love me, Peter? Yes, Lord, I love you. It cancels the first betrayal or first denial. Do you love me, Peter? Yes, I love you. Cancels the second one. Do you love me? Yes. Cancel the third one. For every act of denial, Jesus gave him an opportunity to equal it with an affirmation. It was a reclaimed opportunity. He blew it. And he thought that was the end. But Jesus came one by one. And reclaim the opportunity for him. I believe God is able to do that in our lives. That where we have denied him, where we've made mistakes, he can come in all those areas and restore things back to us. Amen. So, first thing we note is that God's redeeming love helps us to make up for past failures. The situation may not be the same, but the effect will be the same. Peter did not have the same opportunity to affirm Jesus before his crucifixion. Peter's betrayal was at a time when Jesus was facing death. But his affirmation when he said, I love you, was done at a time when not Jesus was facing death, but the ministry of Jesus was facing death. Because if Peter failed to go back, Everything Jesus worked for is canceled. The church is dead. There is no leader. And the whole movement would have died. So he couldn't save Jesus from dying. But he was able to save the church from dying. It was an opportunity of redemption. And so when God gives you opportunity, it may not be the same thing. You may not go back to your primary school to go and uh, repent to that teacher who's um, cassava you uprooted and cooked you may not have the chance but God will give you an opportunity to cook cassava for somebody else who is alive today you may not be able to go back to say sorry to your father or to your mother they are dead but you can build a better relationship with somebody here in life so it's not the same thing you can't go back to the same situation to correct the mistakes but he will give you an equal opportunity to right the mistakes. And when that opportunity comes, it cancels the past mistake and affirms you in the right thing that God wants you to do now. Some of you have missed opportunities in the past, but today there's opportunity before you. Don't close your eyes to the new opportunities that God is giving you to reclaim what you lost in the past. We respond anew to God's call by realigning our will to his. Jesus asked him, Do you love me, Simon, son of Jonah? Do you love me? Then he says, 
feed my sheep. Peter had to bring his will into line with Jesus' will. What was the will of Jesus? That his sheep, his flock, the church he had left behind will be fed. And that's what he was telling Peter. Come into agreement with me. I want my sheep fed. Come and feed them. I want my, my, my flocks tended. Come and tend them. And so far as you do that, your opportunity is back to where you lost it. Realign your will to the will of God. It gives you new opportunity. It gives you a new chance. And God's restoring grace gives our original assignment back to us. When God gives us back what we have lost, he takes us back to where we missed it and makes us continue from the same place where we missed his will. Some of us are getting ready this year to experience reclaimed opportunities. You know, I, those of you who have known me for a while, you know, I talk about a time years ago when somebody took me to a place to buy land in now East Ligon. And uh, at that time, uh, he was selling me, believe it or not, a plot of land was, I think, uh, 20 cities. Now, if you go to East Legon, it's about, how much? $70,000, some $100,000. I would have been quite rich by now, 20 plots. I missed it. And any time I go through that place and I know the spot, I knock my head. I say, ah. I insult myself too. But you can go on knocking your head. It won't bring the land back. But whilst I couldn't buy that land, there are people who have offered me land in New East Legons. All right? The New East Legon is not at East Legon. It may be somewhere way in the bush. But because I've learned my lesson and God has opened the opportunity for cheap land in a faraway place, I buy it. Because 20 years from now, I don't want to knock my head again. 20 years from now, I want to tell my grandchildren, you see, your grandpa is smart. Your grandpa is a smart man. He saw this thing and bought it. And I, tell, I bought it cheap. All right. So God will always give you opportunity. You may have missed it 20 years ago, but he'll present you opportunity. The thing is that many times when God brings us opportunity, we want the same opportunity. Peter didn't go to the same place to talk to the same people and respond to the same questions in the same courtyard. It was a different location, different circumstance, but it was an opportunity to correct the mistakes of the past. God will do that for you. Amen. Finally, fourth miracle that God brings us to have a fresh start is restored blessings. Restored blessings. We have remission of sins. We have regained confidence. We have reclaimed opportunities. And we have restored blessings. There's a story in 2 Kings chapter 8, very interesting. I'm not going to read the whole thing. When Elisha, the prophet of God, 
spoke to a woman who was associated with his ministry, whom Elisha had been a great blessing to. Uh, through Elisha, she had a child, and then the child died, and then the child was restored back to life through the ministry of Elisha. Then Elisha told this woman, the time is coming, there's going to be farming for seven years, so leave the land. And, and, uh, and so you can live. So the woman leaves the land, goes out for seven years. After seven years, she comes, and normally by the time you come back, all your property is gone. People have stolen her house, her land, everything is gone. Seven years. And when she comes back, she's going to see the king to ask that her lands be restored to her. Now, you know that's almost an impossibility. People will say, when we're suffering, where were you? You've gone now, you want the land back. Or the king may not like to talk to her. Whatever, there was no favor. But at the time the woman was going to see the king to talk about her land which was stolen, at that same time, the servant of Elisha is recounting the, the ministry of Elisha to the king. And he's at the time of the story when he's talking about a woman whose son uh, was died and Elisha brought back to life. And whilst she, he is recounting that story to the king, the woman walks in synchronized time and the moment the woman walks in the servant looks at the woman and said the king this is the woman i was talking about this is the woman that i said that elijah uh, helped her to have a child the child died was brought back to life the, the king says to the, to the woman is it true the woman said yes what are you here for my land hey give her back her land we serve a god of restored blessing there are things you've left behind. Blessings that people took away from you. God is able to restore to you. Amen. So, what falls from your hand does not leave God's hand. You may have dropped it, but God didn't drop it. It was in his hand. God catches the things that fall from our hands. He keeps his eyes on the things that escape our attention. There will be times when you will lose things that God has blessed you with. But if you continue to walk in faith, you can have the full assurance that the Lord will restore. He has his eyes on the sparrow. His eye is upon you. He sees a strand of hair that falls from your head. And he sees it when people try to steal what belongs to you from you. And remember this, that no one can keep a blessing that has your name on it. No one. If your name is on that blessing, no one can take it away from you. It's yours. That blessing is yours. That house is yours. That land is yours. That property is yours. That promotion is yours. It will go, 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 go. It will come back to you. It may be seven years. People will squat on your promotion. But after seven years, God will take it and give it back to you. It's your land. It's your blessing. It's your marriage. It's your favor. It's your child. Whatever it is, it's yours. It has your name on it. When God created that miracle, he customized it with your name on it. And no one can steal it from you. At the right time, he will orchestrate events to your favor so that your blessing will come back to you in the breakthrough year it's a year of a fresh start 
remission of sins. Regain confidence. Your confidence will come back. Your opportunities will be reclaimed. And your blessing will be restored. Get ready to experience the power of God at a very high level. Amen. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.